0: Life Audio.
1: Today on Talk About That, John reminisces about hypercolor t-shirts in the 90s and keeps an inferior product because it's too expensive to return it. Meanwhile, I want to bring back neckerchiefs, give a $20 tip to a comedian for a perfect joke about Dawson's Creek, and then tell the story about the time France launched a cat into space. Plus, a conversation about how to handle failure. Today's episode is not sponsored by the Monte Cristo. When you want a ham and turkey sandwich, but also kind of want a funnel cake, But first, a word from our actual sponsor.
0: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm
1: here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now.
0: Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Johnny, we're back in studio. Another episode of Talk About That. Another round of intriguing, engaging conversation. It's
1: a round. Yeah, because we go around. we're round. I'm about to go round. Wait.
0: Mm-mm. Is that not we?
1: No. I don't do a lot of... Have we talked about before who would win in a fight between us? Yes, I mean, oh, is it still me? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't. Out, I don't outclass you in weight by much anymore. Yeah, you're. Uh, you know what I mean? You're down there. Like I'm. I'm under 210 pounds now. Well, you know, Jimmy, I don't even know what what I. And plus, you fight dirty. It's not. the I feel size like you would
0: of the dog in the fight.
1: I think you would pull hair and it's the, groin stuff. I think you would go. Listen, I would definitely throat punch you. I, I think
0: that would be the way, like, oh, yeah. and I want to do it when you're not paying attention. Uh-huh. Like, you are What do you like mean, like,
1: like a preemptive yeah, throat punch?
0: like, you're kind of, you act like you want to fight, and I'm okay. like, bro, I'm not going to- And then, before you can even say anything, like, yeah. I'll start to be calm, I'll pull a pastoral card, and then just sure. throat punch you.
1: In uh, In uh, World War Three terms, it would be like deterrence. There's a deterrence initiative where you go, we have a preemptive, yeah. we know that these people are gathering- we have to do a deterrent, exactly. So you feel like I might be feeling a little froggy, and you're like, not, not, no, sir, no, yeah, throat punch.
0: Yeah, it's like a controlled burn to keep a big forest fire from happening. Yeah. So then, well, and then when you're on the ground, I'll probably just get away fast.
1: But yeah, I don't want to go. I'm not one of those guys that can do that thing where I kick up. Oh, you wish you could do that. Isn't that the the coolest thing ever in a fight? When somebody knocks you down and then you go, ha ha! And you stand up on your own feet, just a whip, whip up. uh... You use like your core or something, I guess. That's why people are always talking about working on their core. I think that's the goal. The goal of any core workout is, if somebody knocks me down, I can spring back up right. like those ninja movies, and then you look at them like, "Oh yeah, I did that." Right. I've got abs in here. And you wipe the blood off your mouth just a little bit and look 100%. at them And kind of like,
0: "Oh, nice shot," you know.
1: And you now, think, and, but what if that was all you had? Like that move, <laughs> you have nothing left. <laughs> you, just you do, it, and then like you hold the scene, and then they they come at you. They go, "Hold on." <laughs> You're like, "That's all you had left was just enough to get that one." Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's great. Because I think that's what I could basically do right now. I'm in. I'm not in great shape right now. I'm. Uh, I'm eating better, but I'm not. I'm not running or lifting, and so I don't have a. I don't have a lot of faith in myself as a fighter. Whereas I before, I mean, look, put me in a cage and let's go. Oh my
0: gosh, you were. Yeah, I don't
1: know if you noticed. I just let you finish those statements.
0: I could have jumped in at any time. I appreciate. I wanted it. to see what all you would say.
1: You're right. So, well. Give me enough rope to hang myself. <laughs>
0: Johnny, I think you're doing great. Thank you. You've been traveling a lot. And traveling is like exercise. I mean, except that you sit and you eat the whole time. But Mm -hmm. it's a lot like exercise.
1: Yeah. Um, I eat a lot of junk on the road, too. It's amazing to me that I've not ballooned up uh, back again. But I just, I I think I'm eating garbage, but I'm eating less of the garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Isn't that the... Well, less garbage in, less garbage out is what they say.
1: I saw Stallone talk about that. He was talking about... You know, trying to get heavy for a movie that he did years ago called Copland. Yeah. And it was a big thing of like he was finally going to be in a dramatic movie that wasn't an action movie where he was a hero. Yeah. He was just playing like a small town cop. This was like 15, 20 years ago. And he famously gained like 60 pounds for it Yeah, because he needed to be like an out of shape cop right. in a small town. So he couldn't look like Stallone. And so people were like, oh, he's so brave. And so he went on these talk shows and he was just like, they were like, was it hard to gain the weight? And he was like, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then he had to lose it all because he had to do whatever, right. you know, Rocky, Rocky 82 seven. or whatever. Right. So he had to lose the weight again to do some action movie. And they were talking about losing the weight in his 40s or 50s as it would have been Ooh. probably was really hard. And they were like, so he was talking about that. Like, what would you tell somebody to do that was trying to lose weight for the first time? And they were, you know, 250 like you were. He was like, I don't know. He goes, you can't tell somebody to just start eating salads or broccoli if they don't love it. He's like, if you're eating a cake, like the next day, just eat half a cake. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting that's advice. Cut. So I think that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the Stallone yeah. plan of like, I've got to lose this Copland weight. Right? How about half a Slim Jim? Half a Slim <laughs> Half a Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, it's funny,
0: I found some old bios because we're uh, about to launch the new church website.
1: Yeah. And.
0: I found some old bios that I'd written a few years ago that asked me to write, like, silly bios for us yeah. on church staff.
1: Which is, I always like that when I do the church. I do these church events, and they'll be like, you can tell the churches that are really cheeky and the churches that are just desperately trying to be cheeky. Yeah. They're like, we're the fun church. And you're like, oof. Yeah. Well, I went way overboard, I okay. noticed
0: in the writing. That's yeah. usually what I do, then I ask you to dial it back. Like, that's how we get.
1: <laughs> can but, you fix
0: this for like, me? One of my lines was, for me, it was like and pretends that he's still eating keto. Yeah, you know what no, I'm that's like, funny. I like that because that's what I'm always doing. Right. Like if you talk to me, I'm always on low carb and also. But
1: there's all, always like well, clearly this is my cheat day. There's yeah. always that mixed in of like, John, you just ate an entire cathead biscuit. Well, you we go to uh, Longhorn a lot. Yeah. Before we, you know, record. Not a sponsor.
0: And they always bring a loaf of bread. Yeah. And and I meet there with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's like because it's right down the street from the office. Some
1: da- I've seen you reject the loaf some days, but today you had a piece.
0: But that's the thing. Back to your cake thing. Like One I'll piece. just. I'm I'm pretty much. I'm not trying to lose a
1: bunch right now. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not. I wonder what the listeners think about us talking about our yeah. Uh, our diets and things because this was on the bingo card, but I don't think it's like annoying. But I just I think everybody deals with it. Yeah. In every inside every skinny person is a fat person, and I've always known that. And, yeah. it's, and inside every fat person, there's kind of a skinny person. Sometimes there's like a waiting to get out, John, mm. or just a healthier person. I don't want to say like skinny means healthy, but you know what I mean? But I do think that like when I watched, um, what was the documentary that was done about Smartless? the Smartless podcast, which is Jason Bateman, Will yeah. Arnett and Sean Hayes. They've been friends for 20, 30 years, Right. right? So they're buds and and Jason Bateman grew up in the Hollywood system. will Arnett not so much. Uh, and then Sean Hayes became like a Broadway. He was a Broadway guy or like did commercials and stuff. yeah. but Jason Bateman is a child actor. So he has constantly been aware of how he's being perceived. Uh-huh. He is so screwed up when it comes to food and diet. And no. he talks about it on the podcast, but then on the show, like, literally whole episodes of this documentary, because they're on the road together doing shows during COVID. Like, they're coming out of COVID, so they're doing theater shows. Yeah. So it's a really interesting time for the country. And watching him decide what to order or what to eat backstage and judging other people. And, like, you go, this guy's – I love him, but he's messed up. Yeah. And I think that's how people see us. They're like, John and Johnny got real problems. <laughs> yeah. had we have do. A, I have a – an overly
0: connected relationship to food. I think you're right. I'm overly aware, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I'm also, I'm at it right now. But you're aware place.
1: of that, of your, of that awareness.
0: Well, Does I'd, that make oh, right. it
1: okay again? I'm self-aware. I of, get that I'm screwed up. So now you got to let me off the hook for it. I'm um, actualizing. Okay. I'm using words like actualizing. I don't think that's what that self-actualizing means. at any rate. Is that like being, is that like think just when a computer so. becomes self-aware and now you're going to launch missile codes and stuff?
0: Wouldn't that be great? Uh-huh. I mean, except for the missiles being launched, but the ability to do it. Johnny, I don't want to launch a missile. Yeah. I just want to be able to.
1: Well, you've heard my theory that I want a movie where a computer becomes self aware and then immediately becomes self conscious. <laughs> because that's what would happen. If it's exactly. an American made computer, it's going to turn into. It's going to be like self aware and then it'll be like missile codes. And right as it gets to go to the missile codes, it'll be like, do you think I'm fat? It'll right. just begin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Self awareness leads to self consciousness. Right. Why self-consciousness? do the other
0: computers not talk to me? Right.
1: Right. And then the other, the older computers, like you're a perfectly attractive computer,
0: right? There's nothing wrong with Mo-
1: moping. Never solved a thing.
0: If you could see inside your own hard drive, yes, then you would see what I see. Because Listen. literally, I'm a virus. Hey, whatever.
1: Have some food. I don't want to eat. Listen, just terabyte. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's our show, guys. We're done. Uh, um, that was. was a good show. I think we got enough. I think we I got all we do. need. Um, I
0: think it's enough, at least, for us to hear a word from a few of our sponsors. Mm. Okay, Rebecca, that does make me wonder, if you wanted to clip out Terabyte, is it yeah. going to have music over it now?
1: Mm. Oh, wow, I've ru- you've ruined our... Yeah. That's okay. We can figure a way around it. Yeah, do you think we it was, knew fun- I- was it
0: funny enough to make a clip?
1: Mm, <sighs> maybe. <sighs> we'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> And we'll never know them. We do hear from listeners. (laughs) We've started to put some of the podcast clips out on my socials, and uh, yeah, they hopefully it's bringing. We're 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 up in our downloads and stuff. Our downloads are up, and our uploads are down. I I
0: think it's just because of me.
1: Oh, you know, we do have an interesting comment that's come more than once: is that you look just like the uh, what are they called? We always forget what it's called. The The practical jokers. Practical jokers. You look just like that guy.
0: Someone stopped me again last week or two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, you really do look like him. She said. Has
0: anyone ever told
1: you? I think he's more, like, racially ambiguous than you. Like, I think he does have some Asian in his history or Filipino or something, and you don't have that. I don't
0: remember his name, but she said, has anyone ever told you? I was like, you're literally the 150th person. Like, it's been a lot of people. Yeah. I wonder if they ask him. (laughs) Hey, mm. does anyone he told you that you look, you look like, just like John Driver? the host from Talk About That?
1: When people come to me at the at the end of my show sometimes and sometimes they'll be like, Great show. That's those are those people are right. <laughs> those are the ones I'm like, this guy gets it. But sometimes they'll be like, You remind me so much of my uncle Larry or you look just like my neighbor Ken or whatever and I'll always say, Oh, real handsome guy? Yeah. And then they'll always go
0: <laughs> And that kind which, of trail.
1: that hurts. Yeah.
0: Because I'm making a joke. I think but it's I absorbed like, that joke from you. I say it in a different way. Yeah. Oh, you remember real... I me mean? I was like, you must, must have been a really great guy or whatever. Yeah, I doing.
1: know. I say, real, real good looking guy. And they'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, good
0: one. Yeah. You know, I walk into a restaurant the other day and you were in one of the back booths or whatever. Mm-hmm. I only do this if you're in a group. I think we were meeting someone else. Mm-hmm. I was like, they may already be here waiting on me. Like, I mean, two super ugly guys. Like, have you? Yeah. And the the hostess doesn't know what to do with that.
1: Right, because if she goes, I realize I put her in a bad spot. Oh, that's true. Because if she goes, oh, they're here. Oh, oh we saw them coming. Hideous. <laughs> this, this way, sir. Face like a frying pan. Didn't <laughs> I? Don't think I got the. I don't think I got the laugh that uh, I wanted either. Though. Yeah. It was obviously a jest. Well, or do you do you think she thought this guy's just a mean person? But why what, would you call your friends ugly? But what a mean person. I think if she sees a guy that's hanging out with other guys, she knows we're kidding. Like, that's the thing about guys versus how girls treat each other. I saw this meme the other day, and it said... Men say mean things about their guy friends and don't mean it, and women say nice things about their friends and don't mean it. Oh, wow. Isn't that really funny?
0: I mean, besides all the stereotypes in what you just said, yeah. I think that's very, ins- it, it's an insightful yeah. observation yeah. that I don't necessarily
1: agree with, oh, boy. but we it's go. funny
0: to see, I saw one the other day that's said- funny
1: to see you be so wrong and chauvinistic, wow. Johnny.
0: This said, uh, kids who grew up, quote, academically gifted, end quote are now anxious adults who have thousands of abandoned hobbies and spiral into self-hate whenever they make basic mistakes or they are doctors. There is no in-between. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. I, so, yeah, they either, like, yeah. fall on their like, oh, I can't, I've, I failed, and so I failed at everything because they hit a little bit of a, a, a wall, or they get a God complex.
0: Well, Laura said that to me, and we laughed because we both... Did well in school, you know? Yeah. And you just, the assumption is, I'll do well in everything. And even if you do well, it doesn't mean you do well emotionally. Laura does well emotionally, but again, there's work. I think there's the big key is there is an assumption if things are easy to you young that you won't ever have to do work on Mm -hmm. emotional things or on relational things, especially if you are in ministry and you help people. It's almost like helping people, and I'm kind, or I'm sociable, or I'm relational, I'm compassionate.
1: Yeah.
0: It does not mean that there's still not a lot of work to be done, you know?
1: Yeah. And I wonder, like, how much of that's wiring. Like, some people are just wired to overcome boundaries, or or overcome obstacles, not boundaries, but overcome uh, obstacles. And so, like, the minute they hit an obstacle, they're like, well, this is harder than it was when I was in high school, but here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. And then some people just go, oh, this crushes me.
0: Well, it's interesting. Um, I've read somewhere a guy, a CEO or something, it might have been on LinkedIn or something, and they were saying like th- when they look at the resumes, they look for the B students huh. uh, out of the hardest programs in college. Because, they know, the B, the A students probably didn't have to try as hard, which, again, that may be a misnomer. I would still
1: interview both of them. That's if interesting. I
0: there, but that they felt like – That the,
1: sounds like a, a C student wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I look for the B students. I just feel like, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to see what this guy's company's like. Yeah. Well, exactly. So I can judge it. <laughs> That's why it has it's got B students all up in the. Well, his yeah.
0: company is about posting on. Uh, oh LinkedIn. right. That's I love those kinds of the inception oh, yeah. companies. Like, yeah. There's teaching how
1: to do the thing that they're doing. Yeah. About, you know. But uh, yeah, they made their money by selling a plan. Right. Yeah.
0: This is an interesting collect, actually, from the Book of Common Prayer, because you said that it's for young persons. I send this to, to you guys in the group sometimes. Um, yeah. But this one for young persons is really interesting. It says, God or Father, you see your children growing up in an unsteady and confusing world. Show them that your ways give more life than the ways of the world, and that following you is better than chasing after selfish goals. And here's the part that, that brought this to, to, to my mind from you today. Help them to take failure not as a measure of their worth – but as a chance for a new start. Give them strength to hold their faith in you and to keep alive their joy in your creation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Like that part for my daughter, I yeah. know, and even like the recruiting director at her volleyball club, yeah. something he said is like, the coaches are, if they come to a game and you have a bad game, uh-huh. they're not looking, they're they're looking at that as much as anything yeah. to see like-
1: How you rebound.
0: How do you, de- he used that word, how do you deal with failure? Yeah. They want to know how you deal with failure as much as anything. Yeah, and because you know, think if a coach thinks, well, if you're if you can deal with failure, I can teach you to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, maybe they want to they want to get you where you want to be. Sadie happens to be a good volleyball player too, by the way, Johnny. But um, but there's always failure. I always tell her, yeah. like volleyball is a game of errors. Right. It's a match point game.
1: Uh huh. Every time. Yeah, some... and you're waiting for either an unforced error by the other team, or or you're trying to do a kill shot that they can't return.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And someone's gonna get an error on that mm. on the return generally. Yeah. Um, so there's an error every play. And so if you get caught up in it <laughs> yeah. you feel like what are too many errors. It's like every play is an error of some sort. So, you know, you just gotta yeah. it's interesting. Don't take it as a as a measure of your worth. <laughs>
1: We uh, wasn't there saying we we were sharing this in a text conversation of the day because there was some we talking about the book thing of like buy my book for 19.99 and then his whole book is about how to make 19.99 on books. <laughs> right. Wasn't there a guy who had a book that was like how I made $400,000 selling books and then he had one book on Amazon and it was listed for $400,000 yeah. like <laughs> The Amazon link oh, was that's great. There was only one available. Yeah,
0: one available for $400,000.
1: That's yeah. so funny. Oh, that's great. It's all, like if I had Let's say, how much money would I have to have before it would be reasonable to do it, just for fun? Let's say a billion dollars. If I had a billion dollars, I'd buy that book. (laughs) Just as like a, I see what you did there.
0: Guys, dreams really do come true.
1: There was a guy that did a joke on Twitter, and I may have shared it once, but it was, uh, we know that the, the zip code for Beverly Hills is 90210, but do you know the zip code for Dawson's Creek? Do you know what it is? I don't. It's 90108 for our last to be over which made me laugh so hard <laughs> 90108 being the zip code for dawson's Girl, you creek
0: said it, so i was like you really kind of slurred that a little it's bit but so
1: good yeah that i literally like found out who that guy was he lives in england and i venmoed him money i was like this made me laugh an unreasonable amount here's 20 bucks wow did he respond yes he did he was like thanks he was like, but we use pounds here. Yeah. He was like, this, what is that even? This doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, send me a shilling and we'll talk. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if he would have said yeah. that. But literally, like, I would have done Like, And I hope, listen, if if there's been a joke that I've written that has, <laughs> that has blessed you, dear listener, <laughs> my Venmo is at Johnny W. Have you ever contributed to um, Wikipedia? No. Apparently, I did. I'm one of those people who just absorbs. The, whenever I'm Googling something I'm like surely somebody's had this same problem and they always have. I, but I've never once thought I bet somebody's going to want to know this thing that I've been through and that it's actually this size washer or this size bolt. Right. You don't want to help others. With I don't want to help. I just want to know that someone else. Yeah. I, I'm a total consumer of the Internet.
0: Apparently, I gave a
1: dollar or something because they're like, well, "Oh, you, hey. oh, you contributed." Now I thought you yeah. meant contribute information.
0: No, no, contributed money. Oh, because it's a nonprofit. Cause they ask right. you that one time a year. They're like, "Hey, yeah, if every, every one of our people get so a now quarter, they've got
1: your email though, and now they're going to. They're nice. They're
0: like you're oh, literally okay. one of the rare people that. Yeah, oh, that's if you give another dollar. If everybody gave a dollar, just so
1: like, you're saying that a robot told you that you were a good person and, and you I, believed and it. It helped. It <laughs> felt so. It's good. like the thank you that's typed onto a bag, like a to go bag that says thank you. and You're like this bag said thank you. That's basically what you felt. Yeah. The it's same, a, a, that back that ATM receipt said "Have a nice day." Yeah. How sweet! It's an ethos of thank you. It's okay, not a direct all, it. Um, all right. I, I th- yeah, I don't like that.
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like. Indirect. I think
1: Wikipedia is being condescending, and I don't like it one I don't bit. Don't like it one bit. This Wikipedia will never last. Yeah.
0: No, I, I think it's interesting things out there that are free. Yeah. Like for example, uh, do you ever report an accident on ways?
1: Uh, I didn't know that it could even happen, but you can report, like, a speed trap on Apple Maps now.
0: Well, Laura uses Waze, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, honey, you're probably, yeah. Uh, bingo, you're screaming at the, phone, yeah. at the phone right now. But I believe Waze works off of, like, it's a it's a community, and so yeah. like, if there's a wreck ahead. Or a,
1: well, Apple Maps is crowdsourced some now, too.
0: But I never stop if we're using Waze and be like, make sure you let them know we just passed it. Well, there's
1: a button now on Apple Maps where them. it says report. Like there's share ETA, there's whatever, and then there's one that says report, and you can report traffic accident. You can report, uh, what is it called? It's not, it's not called a speed trap, but it's called like a, I don't know what it's, it's a called. Speed speed, it's a speed trap. It's, it's a speed trap. That's what you're reporting. You're just saying, hey, there's a cop. Yeah. I can't flash my lights at you. That's illegal, but watch out for yourself.
0: Interesting, though, that they haven't made that illegal.
1: I don't know. That's interesting, because yeah. I guess, I don't know. It's not. But do you ever report? I've never reported, but I didn't know that I even could. I was like, "How are? I, how am I getting these reports on Apple Maps?" But now that you then I know looked, you and can. it's a button. Now, now I know, that, I, know that I can't. I'm going to. I don't think you will. I'm going to look out for my I don't fellow think man. One of those
0: kind of people. I don't think we're not the reporting type. We're I'm, like. I
1: read a story about this guy that created a, cra- a traffic jam in London by putting a hundred cell phones into a wagon and rolling them through the busiest street at a really slow time of day and so that that so that let me know like oh that's how they do that like when you see the red line Uh that's real-time traffic data it's tracking the number of phones that are that compacted together Wow! so that's what it's tracking so he figured that out and was like i'm gonna put 100 android phones and 100 iphones in a wagon and wheel them around and so he created this traffic jam because people were avoiding those roads
0: was it redirecting them? Yeah, I
1: don't redirect. yeah. so it would redirect you, and so because of that, it was creating traffic jams on the real routes. And
0: maybe he just wanted his road to have He was just traffic. trying to have a
1: little fun, I guess. Also, he bought 200 iPhones. He wrote a book called How to Make... That's no. <laughs> an expensive experiment. It bro. was, but, you know, then you can just return them, I guess. Have you tried... Listen. Have you tried returning an iPhone? I
0: have tell you tell tried you, getting out of a gym membership, John? I tried to... Let me tell you what happened. Yeah. So I told you... I haven't told a story. There's a story.
1: About a man named Brady?
0: There's a story that Johnny and I recorded a whole episode yeah. that we focused
1: on, that we scrapped. I can't remember the story now. Well. It, <gasps> oh, yeah. I don't remember now. Yeah. Yeah. And now I just want you guys... Now to, people are going to just be, their minds are running crazy. You know what? Crazy. This is
0: something for the patrons.
1: Because feel like it feels like we tell everything here. We're very open. So imagine what we're holding back from you. Oh my me. gosh. This is something for the patrons at some point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at any rate, yeah. I had to get a new water filtration system. Put it that way
1: in my house somehow whatever they were thinking they just, they just immediately, oh this is the most boring I'm glad no, we didn't hear it it's, the it's most not ob- a boring story but I'm saying like right they didn't think water filtration
0: no and in the end I was getting rid of a water softener and <laughs> I replaced a, with
1: a- <laughs> this is such a dad story I had to get a different hedge trimmers because the gas ones went out and I was like these electric ones but then you got to get an extension cord that's long enough no one cares John <laughs> about your water filtration so we order this thing, yeah. and it's
0: expensive from California, and it's got free. Re- it's got refund. Yeah. And so the plumber comes, who's going to install it? And he's like, I'm not sure this is the one you want, and so I go to return it. It's yeah. These huge tanks, and I realize they don't have free returns. They just have, they just have refunds. Uh huh you know how much it was going to cost to ship it back to California? What? $600. Oh, right.
1: It's like a restocking so then I fee. Called, yeah. No, just that's oh, just, just the just shipping
0: because it was that heavy. Huh. It's all the way to California. Well, how did they
1: eat all that to send it to you then? I, I don't know, but that's how they don't get you They must refund. have some deal with the shipping people. They
0: never give refunds. I guarantee you that because you can't afford to ship it back.
1: That's That seems – Come mm, on now. That's a trick. It's a trap. So
0: you know what I did? I called the plumber and said, hey, we're using this one. And that's what we use. Uh-huh. And we like it. It's fine.
1: So you literally just kept it? We did because you didn't want to ship it back. Yeah, he was just. less... I think this is why. This is like why Laura stayed married. to Right? You She's too. like, there's too much She's trouble. Like, at this I can't kid. train a new man right now. Uh, this is. I just got him to understand how to. I don't uh, know what she got me to. understand. I can't pay alimony. The other day I told her we were talking about. Uh, she'd being, be paying alimony, probably, wouldn't she? She makes more than you. Do you think she'd be paying alimony? That's a great that, does question. that ever work in a system like situation like we that? We don't where the joke woman makes about more? divorce, like for yeah. real, but. But if you ever did, you'd say, "Hey, you better start saving your shekels, lady." She. You get rid of me, I'm going to take you everything you're worth. Something
0: like that. I would never say that. No,
1: I'm just being. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm sure there's out there where a woman has had to pay alimony, right? Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, I don't know why you act like that. Be so. Well, I, no, I just think the Germany's chauvinism is on another
0: level. You're like, it this is. reminds me of Michael Scott, you know, I'm saying that's misogynistic. He's like, thank you. Yeah. And you know what? You didn't have to say that
1: anyway. <sighs> um, I don't remember where we were, but okay. So you got your water softener.
0: Yeah. I was saying it cost me that much money to ship it back.
1: Yeah. And so I didn't. So now you have this inferior. No, it's
0: actually great. That he, your plumber just, did not want you to get. He had never installed this particular thing before. Now yeah. that he's installed it, he's, he's like, like, this is great. Yeah. And he wants to install it because he
1: doesn't want to go uninstall it. But shipper beware, yeah. watch out when you're out there buying water softeners
0: from California that are heavy. Mm-mm. It's not a softener, Johnny. It's a full house, total house filtration. It's system. It's a
1: water robot.
0: All that being said, yeah, is something wrong with your water that well, you needed all this? That's what I was getting at with all this. So it comes from it comes from the county. Well, actually, it comes Do you from have hard oh, water, I'm soft water. This. What is
1: it? It's You hard have to water. soften it. Yeah.
0: And then we put a, f- a pre filter in Tell it. Tell me
1: this, though. Does it make the water make your body feel slimy?
0: No, it makes it the opposite. Hard water makes your body feel
1: slimy. No, the hard water is like, uh uh-uh, uh. I don't agree. Because I've seen that, I've been in hotels before. It's like, all oh, it's all like, it feels like you still have soap on your body. It's soft. It's too soft. At any it's rate. It's extra soft.
0: Bro, the stuff that's coming into this filter, you can see it? Yeah. It's been up for about three weeks. Okay. And it's almost brown already. What
1: do you mean you can see it?
0: It's a. I have a pre filter on here where I can see the filter you change uh, every three months? Sure. The stuff that's coming straight that we were just drinking before? Uh
1: huh. Johnny. You think they don't just preload that filter with some stuff to make it? It was
0: white when you put it in. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like bright white, and now it's not. But
1: maybe it's like one of those hypercolor shirts where when something hits Remember those? Oh, dude. You make fun? them warm and they change colors. Yeah.
0: It was a middle school thing because yeah. boys were always trying to be
1: inappropriate, leave hand yeah. on girls where they mm-hmm. shouldn't. That was always the thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I've, we frown on that. We frown on I'll that
1: here. Talk about that. Yeah. We won't stand for it.
0: But in middle school, that was happening.
1: Yeah. Was that- and plus, like for me, I was a sweaty kid. Hypercolor just made me look like I was literally melting. <laughs> I was like becoming like a prism. I was like becoming one. I was like rainbow. Right. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was not great. It's interesting that you would have the same experience with hypercolor. Yeah. in East Tennessee as
0: I had in Middle Tennessee they're
1: I was like look at all these handprints on me like Johnny those are your hands right oh, everyone, will just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. everyone will stop touching John, Johnny stop Johnny it. that's you no one cares about you then <laughs> I would just be sad <laughs> give myself a weird hyper color hug
0: oh man hyper-color.
1: Yeah, and this yeah we like, went way back that's a 90s that's, that's, straight that's, that's late 80s really is it late 80s early 90s oh my gosh. I don't know how long it like when did they go under and what happened and why isn't that t- technology still, yeah, that's way being used somewhere point. else? Like what? Sh- I don't know. I guess it, we just figured out like, oh, this is really a really novelty thing that the novelty is going to wear off, or it's going to be weird. Maybe it's like people's armpits are just changing colors. Yeah, you, you just see saying? who the sweaty people are, right? Which I was. So it's like, you are walking around with an infrared on, yeah, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but I still feel the like the
1: predator it's- can see you. Right, already he's watching. Yeah, yeah. The movie Predator, by the way, guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> The Nashville pre-
0: Yeah, the Nashville Predators.
1: Do you go to hockey games? I've been to one. It's way more fun in person, I will say that, about hockey. Yeah. But it's hard to follow that puck. Mm. You know? Like, you just like, uh, bah, 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 and you, just wait. you wait for context clues to know when to cheer sometimes. yeah. Maybe if I watched it all the time, I would be better at tracking it. But couldn't they use a ball? Wouldn't that be easier? I think what you've described is polo. What? Not on ice. Or lacrosse. Ice polo? Ice polo. I know. Huh? In uh, hyper, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hypercolor? Hypercolor ice polo will happen. Dude, now that. Did you see flag football is going to be an Olympic sport in 28? See. You know, a lot of people are like poo pooing it already, and I'm excited because I see why they don't want full tackle football. Because it's so in, – you'd get so – nobody would want to give their – like American teams would not want to be like, yeah, we're paying you $25 million. Yeah, Go play for the America and just blow your knee out. Like I get why they would want flag football if they're going to have to –
0: Are NFL players playing?
1: I'm not sure if we're going to be allowing that because, again, these teams are – who knows what the deals are. Do you think you
0: and I have time to train?
1: I hope it is a bunch of weekend warrior guys that uh, do it that first year. I hope it's just a bunch of guys. I'm calling – listen – like, immediately I thought of our friend John Kerry when I thought of flick yeah. football. I immediately thought, like, he's doing it. Yeah. He's coming out of retirement. This is his moment. Yeah. John and, Kerry makes me sick because yeah. we don't even know if he's
0: exercised in the last 20 years. But, but he's the still. you step on a court or a field, yeah. he's just a that superior. That part of him comes
1: yeah. to life. Yeah.
0: It makes me. I mean, I used to be like that.
1: Well, I want. Here's this. What about this? Why don't you help the country by not trying out? Oh, well, that's, that's another idea. Everybody needs to help the country in their own way and this is what we're asking of you. We're asking you know how like do. people started to gather like metal and scraps to make tanks in the yeah. in the greatest generation? They did their bit. This is you but instead you're at your home gathering dust. <laughs> <laughs> I can can yeah. I eat? No. While I watch? No. Okay. No. We need you to just focus. Just be there. Don't even on watch. stay staying in your house. Yeah.
0: Well, you know that's that's a good.
1: We don't uh, want you to watch. I feel like you might be bad luck. You're going to sully the whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's firm but fair, Johnny. I think that's a
1: yeah. Only a real friend you, will be so. If you low. want to be a patriot, these are the. This is what this is what it costs.
0: Yeah. Listen, I love flag football.
1: What Olympic sport do you look at and you think? I think I could do that because a lot of people say curling. They're like, what's so hard about curling? Uh, I'm
0: not good on ice. It's a,
1: it's a skill game more than it is an athlete game, I would say, right? Because it's just, right. they're not even in skates. They're in shoes on that ice. Um, That's like a, it's like shuffleboard. Yeah. I, and I say that and these curling people are going to come after yeah, me. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But it's the same rules, basically. It's like you're trying to bump them out of the way. You're trying to get over the target, whatever. And I get that it's a skill game, but is it, does it deserve a medal? Like flag football, you're doing like explosive things with your body. You're, you're twisting, you're contorting, you're, you're running. Johnny, what kind of football are you playing? You can't, where you're Guys, contorting, I, man. Johnny, you, I don't think you know how football works. Yeah, I'm a contortionist. I'm, <laughs> I go long, and Johnny just—I just make myself I'm into a pretzel, into am yeah. not Yeah.
0: Um, I would say I actually think curling. It would have to be something like that that has a touch to it. Yeah. Like, like not a archery, John. I thought about archery when you said that. Yeah.
1: Um, I've been known to hit a target or two. Can you? Did you do archery when you were an Eagle Scout or whatever you were? I did some archery. You weren't an Eagle Scout. What were you? No, I was a I the, was the, the Ranger, Royal Rangers Ranger of the, Ranger, uh, Ranger of the Year. Uh, Ranger of the Year.
0: Yeah. And uh, then the, the thing then for them is the gold medal of achievement is the equivalent to the Eagle Scout. Yes. And I dropped out of Rangers before. I was well on my way. Oh. Um, and I just what uh, upended your progress? We got a youth pastor. And so we stopped doing, like, the ranger program and started oh, okay. doing youth ministry, and then I became a youth pastor. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still continuing
1: the... You got a youth pastor, and he was like, this is... We're not gonna... And you were like, oh. And then uh, teenage, teenage girls happened, right. too, right?
0: If I keep wearing this uniform, I'm never gonna get a date.
1: Yeah. Right? Did you have the thing where it was like a kerchief with a little thing that was holding uh, that the was, kerchief? That was when you were in buckaroos. Okay. Yes. But if you were in pioneers or trailblazers... We'll bring the Ascot kerchief thing back. You think? Haven't seen those. have seen. We don't see those enough. I don't think a you decorative I, a decorative neckerchief for a man. You and I are like not, a man about town, a gentlemanly.
0: I would like that, but we're not allowed to bring back things. We're not allowed
1: to bring. That's things. true. Nobody wants our input on fashion. No. If we did, it, that'd be a good reason not to do it. Yeah, like if we if we wanted to kill off neckerchiefs, Which, and maybe we did. Maybe that's why. I, I have I, a feeling that it was Mister Furley. Because like Mr. Furley me. from Three's Company was oh, the last yeah, yeah, the yeah. last appearance and he was trying to be a guy who was clearly out of touch and dressing like in a seventies way. Yeah. You know, Nehru and weird like uh, leisure suits and yeah. neckerchiefs and ascots and things. And he was like, Look at the guy who's clearly wearing a toupee and he's silly. Yeah. So that's what our role would be. If it starts to come back to like we need to get you out that, that's what we're reverse influencers. That's what we could be. Listen. They need to plan us out there. They just need to seed the world with like what we don't want kids to do. By the right. way, I thought of a thing last week. Cause I listened to last week's episode. We could not think of a thing for what would be just say no to uh, overindulgence of social media, which is the new addiction. It's the new drug is social media for right. our kids. So how would what would be the the the, the saying? And we couldn't think of anything because you were like just say moderation. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Just say whoa. Like whoa. That's enough. Okay. Just say, whoa. Or, Although it sounds like, it whoa. It sounds like, like, you're like on whoa, a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur. Um, <sighs> that's as far as I got, there with it.
0: No, I, I can. I mean, it's, it's a not little, a, bad. It's a little derivative. Um, <laughs> but that's why it works. You know what? It's you're the, a little derivative. It is the most, it is the most just like jack hole thing to say if anyone ever says, you know what? It's a little derivative. Yeah. It's a like, little, it's a very.
1: Know, I like it. I don't love it. Right. Like, which is to say, I don't like it either.
0: Like the part. Like, I liked the part where you stopped talking yes. at the end. Yeah. That was right. That was great.
1: I hated all of it. Okay, so just the one note. Okay, good. That's good. Just the one note, then, John, speaking of notes, it's time to go back into our shared history. Uh, this week in history, it's a segment we like to call Talk About Then. John, this week, uh, the U.S. took possession of the Alaska Territory. Mm. Um. The U.S. had purchased it from the Russians in March for about, how much, an acre, John?
0: Okay, hold on a second. This is the territory. We're not in statehood yet, right? Not in
1: the statehood yet, 1867. We purchased it from the Russians. I'm going to guess we purchased it for per acre, is what you're asking? Per acre.
0: $50 an acre. Two cents.
1: Really? It was referred to... uh, referred to critics of the purchase as Seward's folly in reference to the US secretary of state William yeah. H Seward who negotiated the treaty who by um, the way he, uh, there was why was the, wait a minute so we had US critics of the deal it seems oh, like yeah. they would be cool with it no they thought even at 2 cents an acre what are you doing right because it's like because it's not even connected it's, it's connected a, to Canada yeah, it's
0: a it's barren Land them.
1: I have Canadian friends who still go. We don't know how you got Alaska. Yeah, we do not know how you got Alaska. It would be like if Canada owned Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our that's our our other province. I think how many provinces? Eleven provinces. That's the twelfth province. It's uh, Florida. We vacation there sometimes. It's like, how did Canada get Florida? That's how they feel about yeah. us getting Alaska, and and they're furious. <laughs> but they're so polite that they can't. They just seethe. They just pour poutine gravy on it, and it just. <laughs> Runs down and calms them like it does. We love our neighbors to the north. America's hat. Uh, Russia was Russia was eager to sell. John, that, those are John's words. Russia was eager to sell the territory, fearing that they would lose it anyway if a war broke out with the United Kingdom. So I didn't know that. So they were kind of like, eh, right. this is kind of a liability anyway. It would gain U.S. statehood in what year, John? 1867 was when the territory was sold. When did it gain statehood?
0: 52.
1: 59.
0: Uh, I was in the right decade.
1: John, this week, 1966, uh, a very famous car, uh, concept car, uh, was patented. What year? Uh, 1966. Okay. It's a concept car, keep in mind. The Batmobile. Oh. Uh, the they patented t- creator, the Batmobile? creator of the Batmobile from the TV show Batman, George Barris, patented his creation. He built it from a Lincoln Futura concept car uh John this week 19. 1960- why well, would you need to patent it I don't know you're afraid that someone else is gonna create well, a and he kind of he kind of was taken off on a link right. Futura so who knows maybe he just thought this is so cool I gotta patent this because people are gonna be
0: what making batmobiles I guess like who would do that <sighs> I think you're missing John you're bearing the lead here
1: yeah like that this man was clearly insane that I mean what <laughs> a paranoid person <laughs> I mean there's a question to be asked I want to know Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Did you know that this week in 1963, we launched the first cat into space? You know, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm telling you, this week, a That's lot a happened. happened. A lot happened. Important things. Unfortunately, not the last cat. Hey-o, hey! Johnny don't I, like cats. I, I'm, no. I'm allergic. That's not about not yeah. liking cats. They don't like me. How about that? No. Oh. Or anybody, pretty much. Yeah. I'm not a... Yeah. I just don't do it. I was thinking the other day about that, about like when the, like soldiers return home. There's all these videos of like the dogs freaking out. Yeah, a cat would just be like, hmm, yeah. "Thanks for your service." They just turn their tail and yeah, walking on the next room.
0: I, you know, when you watch like AFV, yeah, in cat videos, it's it's like they'll do the dog videos. The dog's doing something silly, mm-hmm. and, you know, catching a frisbee and flipping upside down or eating your ice cream cone or whatever. The cat video, I've seen these. The yeah. cat video will be like a cat next to a baby. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he just viciously attacks its head.
1: Yeah, or knocks your glass of milk off the table. Wait, his paw. Just while wa- ma- making eye contact with you, just pushes whatever you have off the.
0: And like, every- and the baby starts crying, and the whole crowd starts laughing. I'm like, guys, the laugh tracks in the wrong spot. Who sent this in? Yeah, but that's not great. Right, like you don't want to attack
1: babies with. That's claws. a supervillain origin story yeah. for that baby.
0: And like, I don't know, I don't
1: get it. I don't either. Why but is that a funny uh, idea? there was a cat launched into space. AFB not sponsored. fella set. Uh, is sent into space that's the name of the cat I assume is sent into space in a capsule on top of a French AG-1 rocket traveled 120 miles into space for 1 hour 20 minutes and then returned to Earth by parachute and was recovered that's safely a small parachute for a cat yeah that's an interesting like, like how do you like get him down and he has to jump out like whatever the French version of NASA they were out there like trying to figure out uh, how big do we need to make these <laughs> I don't know. I don't need the French accent. Kitty <laughs> cat. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, she is the only cat to have been sent into space and survived. This a, That's a weird... Oh. I don't like the way that... There's a whole lot of other
0: parts of this history that
1: are... Yeah. We don't want It's to, dark history of... Just sending cats into space.
0: I mean, I like cats, but I'm not in favor of us just killing them indiscriminately.
1: She was a black and white female found on the streets of Paris and was selected from 14 cats. The French trained for the mission. So they had 14 cats.
0: How do you train a cat?
1: And how do you know you got the right one? Ugh. The interview process is yeah. stringent. Uh, Yeah, Well, she made it back, and I wonder how long she lived after this. I wonder if the space travel affected her uh, lifespan or anything. Well, the story uh, she had to tell. Elvis got into a brawl at a gas station this week in 1956, John. He was defending a cat that had just returned from space. Now, he got into a fight with a gas station owner and an employee. Elvis had driven into the gas station. Not into the gas station. It's what it says, though. It says into the gas station. (laughs) Driven... uh, Well, I guess back then you kind of drive in through the little carport area. So it's into the gas station, but it's under the covered area. To have his car checked as he was getting ready to leave, a group of young girls stopped him. It's Elvis. To ask for autographs. While signing the autographs, the gas station owner asked Elvis to move his car so the others could get gas. When he didn't move his car, a scuffle ensued with the gas station owner and Elvis exchanging blows. Wow. So this guy not only like was like, hey Elvis, move your car, then Elvis doesn't do it. He's like, You know what, Elvis? He fought he fist fought Elvis. Wow. Would you like it would take a lot. Like even if you're like this guy over I'm here kind thinks of on he's the
0: side of the gas station owner here
1: okay he's blocking the pumps well bro. let me tell you what happened a gas station employee then joined in to help the owner uh, I'm not okay with they that. were all three arrested uh the gas station owner was fined twenty five dollars and the employee was fined fifteen dollars for quote taking the law into their own hands the charges against Elvis were dismissed oh so this is kind of a Maybe they were trying. But, oh, famous
0: guy thinks he can. No, but then Elvis, that case. But
1: Elvis gets off like with no charges at all and no fine. Yeah, he had. Somebody. Who knows who, who threw the first? You know who threw the first uh, punch there? When did Jailhouse Rock come out? I promise you, you do not want to fight Elvis, <laughs> and you can't fight him because he's dead. A yeah. uh, pigeon saved a thousand lives this week, John, in 1943 during war. Did you know this story? During World I War II, I, don't I haven't heard it yet, so I'm not sure. It was. Uh, it happened to me. This was, no. Uh, a World War, have I never told you the story about how a pigeon <laughs> okay. saved me and 900 other people? It's a crazy story. I, I can't believe this, it never this, came this up. This
0: has to do with it going into an airplane engine, right?
1: No. U.S. air bombings were scheduled against German positions at Calvi Vecchia, Italy. And British troops had captured the village. Unable to get a message to the Americans to stop the bombings, they sent a carrier pigeon named Giaggio. The pigeon traveled the 20 miles in 20 minutes just in time to halt the bombings. Come on. G.I. Joe's swift flight is credited with saving over a thousand lives. Oh, my. That's a great story. How is this not a Pixar movie? Right. Or it at can't least be a Pixar a full, can't short. not a full movie. Right. Because it's like, it happened. Like a Pixar short that they put in front of right. he, another he,
0: one. I need the pigeon's origin story. Yes. And then his life afterwards. Right. When he dealt with the yeah. aftermath.
1: Well, and the fame that would inevitably right. come. Uh, yeah, maybe you heard of me. G.I. <laughs> um, Joe.
0: <laughs> Riddle me this. Was G.I. Joe a thing before this? Uh, or, this is 1943, Like, so. is he the original G.I. Joe
1: as a pigeon? I guess.
0: I would then, imagine G.I. Joe is already a term. Yeah, I
1: yeah. guess. We, we don't have... Government-issued Joe. There's no way to know. It's probably why they just
0: called the Americans over there,
1: John. This week, 1851, the classic Moby Dick by Herman Melville is published. Did you read Moby Dick in school? Yeah, a, you have to read the classics, right? Did you yeah. do a report on it? The symbolism I don't recall, and all that. I'm sure. What do you think of it as a, as a literary realm. work?
0: Um, I think it's a classic.
1: Okay. Well, but but you don't get to decide that. I mean, it is I'm a classic. Saying, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> with its standing in the literary, it has been a minute since I could tell you all the ins and outs. I do think it's a lot. There's a lot to be said about. Can I surprise you by how it did at the
0: uh, as it's far as minute. the
1: returns? This is shocking to me. It Although Melville had success with two previous novels, novels, Moby Dick was not well received and only sold about thirty-two hundred copies during his lifetime. Wow! It wasn't That's until about I've... how
0: many books I've sold in my
1: life. So that you know what that means. <laughs> if we can just. Get me to die. If we can just kill you off. Oh, man. It's that's the a, dream. It, wait. That, okay. Is it the dream? To, okay. <laughs> anyway, after Melville's death, uh, Moby Dick became regarded as a classic. Call Me Ishmael is one of the most famous opening lines in literature. Melville drew his inspiration from Moby Dick from the real-life sinking of the whaling ship Essex by a whale in which the crew was forced into cannibalism in order to survive. That's a darker... Huh. So that's a true story that Moby Dick was based on. Well, I guess he didn't. There's not cannibalism in Moby Dick, right?
0: I don't recall that. I think he's alone. Yeah, in most of the story.
1: That's yeah. Anyway, that's interesting though. 3,200 books in his lifetime. Sorry, it's been a while since I read Moby Dick. I don't remember all the ins and outs. Story. It's about a whale. I know that part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, interesting. Perry Mason, uh, uh, October 18th, 1943. Earl Stanley Gardner's characters debut on CBS Radio starring John Larkin as the famous defense attorney. So, um, Perry Mason... It, the reason I wanted to mention this on This Week in History is I think it's an interesting kind of character that you started seeing in the radio sh- dramas and television characters later where you would have a what I would call a Perry Mason moment that would make your legal drama. In other words, and what I would call a Perry Mason moment is they don't just prove their client didn't do it. They, they prove, prove who did who do did it. it. They find, yeah. So you get this nice... They solve what uh-huh. could have been solved. And then right? that guy jumps up and runs out of the courtroom because right. he realizes Bailiff he's the... Yeah. Take him into custody. Right. Yeah. And that became like the go-to thing that you had to have in your legal show yeah. that we see in Law & Order. Or you see it on other shows. Because that's now, maybe everyone not Yeah. It's very rare. But now, it's do you think that's kind of shaped how we want... Like, we see true justice as, not only did I get a not guilty verdict... But I want to figure out who did it. And so many crimes go unsolved. Well, the
0: deal is, if you if you find who did it, that certainly yeah. you know, exonerates the defendant. So perhaps... Do you believe I'm guilty or not, John? You have to find the person who proves that you're not. So show me who did it, and I'll take you off of the stand. I don't
1: like your attitude. Well, you can't plead the fifth. Finally, John, born this week in 1938, American actress, Miss Nevada, 1959... Uh Dawn Wells. You know who Dawn Wells is, John? Mm-mm. You would know her as Mary Ann.
0: I was about to say, probably here, from the Gilligan's here on
1: Gilligan's Isle. And I was so actually I, gonna guess that show. You know, when you talk about the male species, uh there's ginger people and Mary Ann people. Don't you think? I think everybody's got a little bit of both. It's a spectrum. But I think it's I think you're dating yourself. No 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 no. I don't I'm just thinking yeah. my people my age for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying like for Gilligan's Island, you had like the hometown girl, Mary Ann, right? farm girl, pigtails, then you a movie star. brunette, just cute. And then you'd have the movie star, you know, she's all made up and glam, and she had the evening dress on. That then she, but then she has to spend the whole time on the island in an evening dress. Right. I find it interesting, too, that I think the professor was the only,
0: like, eligible male among the crew. Well, I mean, Gilligan was
1: single. Correct. Skipper was single. Correct. I'm saying, though, you put like two You mean like models. You, don't, you don't think the Skipper and Gilligan I'm were? Saying, okay they, and i Okay. Mr. Howell's I, married. I think they should have balanced it a little bit because the professor kind of was like the, the good-looking, smart guy. Yeah. But who was the, I mean, why mm-hmm. do we have to have? But he was an egghead, so like, are they going to be attracted to the professor? He's kind of, a, he's going to nerd out. He, they, he thinks he's above everybody. But were they not eggheads? Well, I mean, they're just, they're whatever. They're, you know, nobody's trying to fix the boat like he was. He was, you know, he's speaking in scientific terms. They're just like, Ginger's all in her own world. Oh, by egghead, you mean like a Yeah, like, like a he's a nerd. smart guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That- you never heard the term egghead? I never heard it applied to that. Yeah. You've never heard when I called you an egghead <laughs> behind your back. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I was, I was definitely a Marianne person. Yeah. Uh, Ginger, come on, man. I don't know. Was she I just, just too vapid for you? I don't know. She just Ginger's. She, she was just playing a character, bro. I know.
0: They put her in an evening dress,
1: and again, this does severely date us and the show. But, but, maybe, all, you but maybe you. didn't like Gillian Island? I
0: liked it. Again, that's get that that's going to be the divide. You yeah. know, you always say because you're five years. The five older, years.
1: Like, yeah. And we would watch. Well, old, it's not like I watched it every week. It was no. in syndication that I, think I watched. He thinks thou doth protest too much. Whew. Yeah. you were watching Saved by the Bell, probably, and being like, "This Ooh. is brilliant. <laughs> this great. show, this show will age perfectly." <laughs> <laughs> what great writing! Yeah, I don't like your attitude. Well, I don't like it either. It makes two of us. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. Is that all you got? I got. Well, I had one more, but I don't know if you want it right now. You know what? Let's go one more. One more. George C. Scott was born this week in 1927. Famous. Uh, Oscar, an uh, Emmy-winning actor for films Doctor Strange Love and Patton, yeah, very, you know famously oh, yeah. paid played General Patton. But did you know that he's the only, well, the first actor to refuse his Oscar? No, 1970 for Patton, he refused the Oscar, and I can't remember why. I know it's not in there. Marlon Brando it doesn't say, but I could look it up. Marlon Brando refused his later for The Godfather, which was 79. And it was because of the mistreatment of Native Americans. So he had a Native American uh, person, a Native American female, get up and d- decline the award for him, basically, wow. and make a speech. And a lot of the stars, as you as they pander in there, was like, what is this grandstanding? But, wow. but evidently, George C. Scott was the first one to decline. I don't know why, because he was an eccentric guy, but not like Brando. Brando was very yeah. eccentric. But George C. Scott, I think, was considered to be pretty level headed so maybe maybe it wasn't political at all but i need to look it up we'll we'll let them know next week cliffhanger huh. let's start building in cliffhangers and bring people back i like that you like that if we could remember although they could just go look it up right now and then send <laughs> right. us like fire off a tirade if you want to fire off a tirade you yeah. can do so at talkaboutthatpodcast.com there's a little quote bubble at the bottom right hand side of the page the top right hand side it's where you can support the show and get ad free content.
0: Yeah, you know, I actually had a uh, a really great new review okay. this week. You know, sometimes we read those on
1: the air, and uh, I think <laughs> because it feeds and strokes our own ego.
0: Well, I sent it to you. I was like, Do you no. read
1: the negatives? Yeah. And yeah. then we just cry, and then we crumple them up and throw them into a I waste don't basket.
0: Think we get we don't get a lot of negatives. Uh, this one's a five star. Oh, that's and it says a long journey to get here, and I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have to say everything he said in it, because like he references other shows. Yeah, I don't want to reference other shows necessarily. because We're not like, comparing and contrasting. We don't want y'all to go watch. But he basically those. says he stumbled onto our show, didn't
0: he? Yeah. Uh, stand by, I'm having some technical difficulties here. Uh, <sighs> All right. I know, and I'm the producer of the show. You're the egghead. I know. Uh, there it is. Uh, he says, uh, "My favorite funny soccer podcast stop making episodes, and in heartbreak, I asked for fun podcast recommendations. So my friend suggested another one." Uh, which also stopped making po- episodes, but in an, in an ad for that one, they heard about our <laughs> podcast. It's a lot of fun. I get a good laugh while listening at work, but also get to engage my brain a bit on some thought-provoking things. I love the pod. Please don't quit now that I'm listening. Uh, that was, you know what? That's great, because we are at episode 282. Yeah. So, I mean, asking us not to quit now is a wise request,
1: because we, we we're we in this We're thing. about done. Like, we don't know. It's like when people go, how did the... Israelites walk 40 years in the desert. It's just like that. We're in like year 26. Yeah. do you think? This is like manna to manna comparison. It's completely... If we were a basketball team, we would play manna to manna defense. <laughs> <laughs> just for that, I got another 100
0: Another hundred episodes.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's um, as penance for that? Yeah.
0: No, I'm saying I
1: want to keep going.
0: If you still oh, got that kind of witty fi- yeah. banter, yeah. retort,
1: yeah. I'm down.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> you should check out Johnny's other witty banter and retorts at Johnny W J O N N I E W dot com. Uh, man, where well, you can find about all about his comedy, his specials that he has out there, and his adding more, oh, tour he's just, he's just
1: adding tour dates like crazy. Cheers. It it's actually not like crazy. they're adding at a normal rate.
0: Nah, I think it's kind of high. Okay, uh, Johnny. I will say this: he's traveling so much; it's hard for us to record this. So
1: feel as a, if we went to trouble. I'm gonna sacrifice for you people, yeah. and I don't mean you people by you. Pe- don't take it as a wrong way. I yeah. mean, our listeners are wonderful. Yeah, you. And get- if you're not a person, I'm sorry. I don't mean when I say you people, I don't leave out like objects that might be listening or cats. Oh. You have to... F- I've also just got through talking about how I want to launch every cat into space.
0: You've besmirched cat, the cat population. The feline a whole, yeah.
1: listenership. They're a I strong. Apologize. They're a strong uh, lobby. And, they are. Um, uh, go to com and uh, check out John's <laughs> array of books. It's an array, wouldn't you say? There's some books there. You know, I'm working on number number 30. Okay. Right Is now. that going to be... Are we Are going to throw a party?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: I want to do it. What... You know, I've got my 50th coming up uh, book. No, I've got my 50th birthday coming up next summer. Yeah. And I think we should take a guy trip. I do too. You know, because we never do that. But I think it's time.
0: Um, Where do you want to (sighs) go?
1: I want to see the Vegas Sphere. I want to go to a concert in the Sphere. Oh. It looks cool. Have you seen the videos of it? I have not it's this whole thing where it's all digital and you've not seen the videos of The Sphere? I think so. There's a million little like hockey puck sized LEDs Uh and that can make The Sphere look like anything and it's all these motions so like you two did a concert inside of it Uh and it's this really trippy you know, visual experience. Yeah. And I want to go see a show there. And oh. it's going to be really expensive, and you have to pay because I'm 50. Oh, wow. That would be enough to pay for real Talk about dating myself. I just told the audience that I'm 50. Now all the people who, who, about, cares? who are listening are like, this old guy, no wonder I don't relate. Johnny, 50 is the new
0: 35, and you're only in the 35, second 35 third. is
1: old, too, though. Look,
0: like you're barely through the second. Like, you're halfway through the second third of your of your third trimest. Miss. <laughs> And speaking of you two guys, you too can listen next week on Talk About That.
1: Go to LifeAudio.com. That's
0: LifeAudio.com.